Welcome back to another episode of Coaching Through the Bible. This week, the last in the book of Genesis, Vayechi. Our subject this week, the tribes on blessed failure. Our question for the week is, how do we overcome our failures and our failings? Whether it's a work project, a business matter, or deeper on a personal level, a human level, or even a moral level where we have some sort of a moral failing or a human failing or a personal failing, how do we overcome that? How do we look at that failure? How do we move on from that failure? What do we do with it? And the truth is there's a lot of literature and many, many famous quotes from many, many famous people that you and I both know who have failed many times. And it seems that the key to appreciating and understanding failure in the right way is altering our mindset around failure and to put it into a context of success. When we look at some of the most famous people who have ever lived, world leaders, Lincoln, Washington, famous athletes or others, they've all failed at certain times. Lincoln failed a lot. Washington, it happens to be, I'm in the middle of a biography on George Washington. Look at his early military history and how often he failed at the beginning of his military time before he became the leader of the revolution and ultimately the first president of the United States. He failed often. But as Albert Einstein famously said, failure is success in progress. So when we shift the mind and how we think about failure, and it's not the opposite of success, but rather a necessary component in success then perhaps we begin to appreciate failures in our lives and ultimately create greater successes in our lives. Tom Watson, who's an I, uh, CEO at IBM, said, if you want to succeed, double your failure rate. Fail more often. Don't fail bigger, but fail more often. Fail small, many times. Learn from those things. That's what we're going to talk about today. Silicon Valley is famous for saying fail fast and fail often, but really very much understanding failure because... When we look at our reading this week in Vayechi, Jacob comes to the end of his life and he sits with his children and the extended family and he's offering what are supposed to be blessings. He's supposed to be blessing his children before he passes on. But when he begins to read the blessings, quote unquote, that he offers his eldest children, Reuben, Simon, Levi, they're not apparently blessings. They appear to be curses. They appear to be very harsh rebuke of his children. So it doesn't sound very much like a blessing. But Rabbi Shlomo Wolba quoted in the uh, book recently pu published by Rabbi Shalom Rosner, one of his weekly talks on the Torah reading, says that Jacob blessing his children in this way is being fundamentally and crucially and vitally honest with them about who they really are, what more they have to do, what more they have to be for the journey that they are on and the journey that they're going to go on. The way I've done till this point is simply not enough, not good enough, and in some cases, absolutely a failure. Ryakov Kamenetsky, in his work, in multiple articles, in the Emmet Lyakov, talks about the tribes 
of Shimon and Levi, the second and third born sons of Jacob. In the aftermath of the killing and the slaying of the people of Shechem, and now at his, on his deathbed, we read about how harsh Jacob is with those boys, how tough he is about the zealotry, how it is that they have to be separated for all eternity, effectively, so that God forbid their zealotry should come together again and something can happen in the way that it happened already. But one looks deeper and sort of sees what happens as it goes forward, one realizes that the great leaders in the desert for the Jewish people come from the tribe of Levi. Moses, Aaron, Pinchas later on in the Torah, in the Bible. That tribe itself becomes the spiritual leadership of the Jewish people, of the people of Israel. And yet the tribe of Simon, Shimon, it does not happen to. So it's an interesting sort of split. What happened? They seem to be cursed, quote-unquote, together, blessed, quote-unquote, together in that moment. And yet when we see it play out, the one time we see Simon's family, Shimon's family, extant in the Torah and the Bible, is when the leader of the tribe, Zimri, sins publicly and is ultimately killed by Pinchas, who is the son of Levi. So the zealotry continues, but it continues differently. Why is that? So it seems to be that the tribe of Levi benefited from having had the opportunity to be separate and apart from the slavery and this and the difficulties of the work in Egypt, and they had the opportunity to nurture and to redirect and to focus and to learn and to study and to use their zealotry for good. The redirection from those failures earlier on, the learning from those failures early on, redirected towards greatness in the future in reusing the skill for something better. The first key to really begin to appreciate our failures and ultimately our successes and seeing our failures as part of our success is to learn and grow from those failings. I mentioned him once before, Tal ben Shachar, who I had the pleasure of studying with many years ago at this point, once told that group of people, either you learn to fail or you fail to learn. Learning to fail, appreciating what's happening in the failure, why a person failed, why something didn't happen, why they didn't succeed in that moment or that time. There are a whole variety of reasons as to why it is that people fail. It can be from hubris. It can be from a lack of skill, a lack of preparation. It can be that a person has blinders on or that they panic in certain moments. And all those reasons are reasons for failure. All those things are things that a person can learn, ultimately can grow from that failure, and ultimately succeed. Levi does that. Simon, the tribe of Shimon, does not. The tribe of Reuben also does not. And we know how that history plays out forward into the future. In the book, In Pursuit of Leadership, written by uh, Gregory Morris, um, it's a book about the principles and practices from the life of Moses, leadership principles and practices from the life of Moses. There are many books that can be learned about Moses. He dedicates an entire chapter to Moses' failures. And when he's pulling out the lessons learned in terms of how we begin to appreciate how failure happens or why we fail, but ultimately what we get from failure, 
to be able to move forward and to move on in our lives are the following very important steps. First, to appreciate the nuance and the context. Appreciate that one mistake in one moment is different than a mistake in a different moment and that a person grows from one to the other but can seek the collective lessons from each failure and fail forward, famously as Lincoln did, into the presidency. To appreciate the different nuances of those moments so that a person can begin to see how it helps them in the future. Morris also talks about admitting failure, even mourning when one fails. It's okay. But it's important to admit what the failure was, how the failure happened. To forgive the failure after mourning the failure. To really be able to have the opportunity to forgive oneself for having made the mistakes, missed the shots, even if it's on a much deeper level on the moral failings, which is perhaps wider than the context that we can discuss here. And then to make peace with that failure. To come to grips with what it is, to appreciate for good and for bad what that failing was, and to make peace with it. Because making peace with it allows a person to have the next two key factors, which is to move on and move up from that failure and move closer to their success. To be able to respond with great openness to that failure. But that can only happen when a person understands, is willing to grow and learn, and is at peace with their failure. And perhaps most importantly is to seek guidance and counsel for that next move. We can always go back and revisit the different uh, failures that we had, whether it was a play in a game, uh, or it was on a test, or in a presentation, or deeper again in a personal relationship. Um, and we can go back and do it again and again and again and not get to where we need to want to be to fail forward into the right uh, success and to have the blessings of those failures play out for us to seek the guidance and to get counsel, to look with someone else, another set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes on why X or Y or Z happened or why A or B or C was what we did when we should have done one, two or three something else. In fact, I recently listened to a set of talks uh, by uh, professionals, uh, uh, professional psychologists in the idea that they teach their children to fail. But they don't simply just teach them to fail, obviously, they want them to grow and to learn and to become resilient and to become tougher, but most importantly, to accept that failure is part of life, losing is part of winning, and to be stronger and better and more prepared for the future, to learn from the failures, to appreciate what the failures were, and then to grow from them, learn from them, and be better in the future. To sort of understand it and to sort of close with a quote, it's a quote from Maya Angelou. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so that you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. Ultimately, life isn't about failures. Life is about appreciating and celebrating the successes that there are. But it's also under, coming to understand and appreciate that along the road of success are many failures. And at the top, when a person reaches that success level, when they become Lincolns and Washingtons and Maya Angelou's or others 
or even simply simply succeeding in their own personal lives, in their own personal spaces, not as famously as some of the other people, that it is okay to have failed along the way, that it is normal to have failed our way to success, and that it's more than commendable to celebrate those failures along with those successes. Have a great weekend. Shabbat Shalom. See you next week as we begin the book of Exodus.